Oi, chicos, pero here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreamers. After a grueling musical journey, uh, Cletus crouches down. Bringing his head in a silver tray. Damn, even in his sleep. She kisses his room. The patrol force discover former president and lizard person Barack Obama. Oh my God, it's you. We made it last. Obama. Who tells them that 5G towers are going up across the entire state of Florida within the week. After a phone call with Cari Lopez, the patrol force discover that she has been fired. Something fishy is going on here. Yeah, we already knew this. And so decide to publish a video with evidence of the lizard people and tinfoil advisories to the public on JT's YouTube account. Oh my goodness, this is your time to shine. You are a social media star. You are a YouTuber. In a desperate last ditch effort to try and save Florida, the patrol force leave Gladys to take care of Barack Obama and head on toward Epcot. Goodbye, Gladys. Let's see what happens now. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And you guys arrive on the shore. I'm going to miss this thing. I pet the raft. It says, I love you, Dad, as it sinks into the water. <laughs> I want to leave it for Barack or something. You push it back into the water and say, Dad, as it floats back toward the island. Wilson! <laughs> All right, does anybody see any vehicles that will be uh, suitable for a group of eight? Let's go to the parking lot and find out. I will roll a perception check. Go for it. Preferably blue and orange. That is Steve's favorite color. 19 for David. You find a trailer that's bright orange and it is attached to, it's a motorcycle, but instead of a regular seat, it has like a like a couch seat almost, like a good seat up to three people. And the motorcycle itself is dark blue. It's almost like it's pulling a carriage, like one of those bicycle uh, things that you pay someone to, to bus you around. Yes. But a motorcycle and then a trailer. Wow, how convenient. And the right colors. There are also other regular vehicles as well. Oh no, that is the one. <laughs> Wait, there might be someone in that trailer. <laughs> David starts to walk around the vehicle like a man inspecting a used car in a used car lot. His hand rests on his chin in like a thinker pose, just like, hmm, hmm, yes, I think this, I think this would do. I think it will do very nicely. Um, does anyone know how to hotwire a vehicle? Yeah, but I just want to make sure no one's in the trailer. Knock, 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 anyone home? And I just knock on the door. No one answers. Great. Y'all want to take a look inside? Mm. All right. I'm going to enter the vehicle. Roll a sleight of hand to try and unlock the door. Eight. Uh, it doesn't open. <laughs> we should get it open first before we take it. So I'm going to try and open that door. Okay. 18. And you slide a little, I guess, a knife or something in between the door. 
it clicks open and it opens to reveal imagine one of those old-time carriages like the way that there's just seats to like hang out and chill in and like pretty much nothing else it's just that all right perfect now we can get in don't lock that door nobody lock that door because then we can't get it open and uh now i'm gonna hotwire the motorcycle part okay roll another slide of hand for that this one is 14. Okay. Well, hot wiring a motorcycle is a little easier than the car, and you managed to get it started. All right. Well, Cletus, uh, have a very nice drive. <laughs> we will see you uh, when we uh, all arrive. Uh, luckily, I guess for you, you don't have to hear my singing this time. Aren't you the lucky one? Yeah. And David kind of laughs, but you can tell, like, it really hurts <laughs> that he can uh, that that nobody seems to enjoy uh, his his show tune singing for the long trips. Oh, it's such a shame. I was really looking forward to your show tunes. Oh. From what Cletus said, David like really kind of perks up, but he took that as like absolutely being sincere. He's like, "Oh, thank you so much. Oh my goodness, Cletus. I, wow. I, yeah. Well, thank you." <laughs> Cletus, like, Cletus, while taking off the communicator, like, yeah, you know, I just really look forward to it every time. So, <laughs> and David, as he takes off the communicator, you stop hearing his voice in your head. So you just hear, yeah, I really. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find any crocodile show tunes? Um, you know, well, the only thing that I could come up with was this, uh, you know, the Peter Pan musical. The crocodile doesn't exactly have a song, and I can't remember any of the lyrics that refer to the crocodile, but the only song that, like, really is about crocodiles for me is um, everyone's favorite Elton John tune, um, Crocodile Rock. Um, So if you want, I can sing that on loop for the entire (laughs) three- to four-hour drive down to Orlando for you. Please do. Oh, no. And with that, David begins a startlingly underpitched rendition <laughs> of Crocodile Rock. Rocky, Rocky, your song, your song, and then if you just can't. And he doesn't quite know all the lyrics either, so he just kind of <laughs> is like half mumbling. The sun, the sun, and then your feet just can't keep still. Now this is music. Never rocking the sun, And Cletus drives as Eddie grabs JT's phone and he starts recording and he says, If the lizards take over and we can't fail our mission, we can make a good living selling Crockbop 23. <laughs> Boom. I go over a speed bump a little too fast. <laughs> you all journey for the next just over three hours with this sense of dread upon you of not knowing exactly when shit is going to hit the fan, but knowing that for sure it's going to hit it. Cletus, now that you are in the driver's seat and you alone, you have your communicator off, no one can interrupt you, you do not stop and you go straight for Orlando in fact you go so hard that you begin running out of gas and you go you know what I can make it and you keep going until eventually you begin to run out of gas as uh, you enter the outer skirts of the Disney area of Orlando and you pull over as you're running low on gas reserves inside the carriage we see David is still three hours later going la 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 and the FM is going (laughs) 
Oh my goodness, such a such a warm and raucous response to my singing. I'm so appreciative, <laughs> my goodness, my gracious. And uh, sensing that the vehicle has stopped, he's gonna spill out of the carriage and go... <laughs> I know, little man, I know. <laughs> I guess you see him doing that, and he, he goes up like a dog, like sniffing the air, going... And he realizes where you are, and he goes... Down. Down. I agree. And Eddie steps out of the vehicle, and he goes, all right. I guess we're close. Yes, I think I think so. What's next, Cletus? We go down. Oh, we're going down. Down, 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 down. down and down, FM down. sprints down a hill. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sprint after him. Okay. The Florida man sprints down a hill, and Cletus, you follow him, and you see that he comes basically under the highway at one of the entrances into the sewer system. I follow. Before David follows, David does... um. A few stretches, um, sitting down for that amount of time. The joints get a little tight. So uh, I'll catch up, don't worry. Let me just touch my toes, do a couple of squats, you know, get the knees ready. And you just like hear all this like cracking of like ancient bones grinding against one another. And then uh, he's like, well, this is good as we're gonna get. And uh, he then hurries down the hill to join them at the sewer entrance. Beautiful. Is everyone else coming along as well? Yes. The FM leads you through the sewers and finally you seem to arrive at your destination. It's not a terribly long walk, uh, especially not after the 48 hours of walking you did previously. The FM begins to claw at one of the bricks and as he pulls them away, he reveals a small cavern, wide, but only about half your height. He gets on all fours and scrambles in. Oh my goodness, crawling now? My goodness, my gracious. Well, if it's the only way to go, we might as well. And David gets down on all fours and starts crawling after the Florida man. I make no change to my physical appearance and continue crawling as I always do. Guinevere follows you. Hey, Steve, wait up for me. And Hayes drops down to the ground and army crawls into the hole. All right, follow my tail, Hayes. Uh, follow right after. Well, all right, Cletus, I think we're almost there. For real this time? I think so. Eddie, I'm worried, man. Why? If Barack couldn't stop him, what makes... Why, why would we be any different? He was in the system. Well, shit, man, that's the problem. You let him put chains on him. You let him control him. We're independent. We're free. We're we're doing that real American shit. Amen. And uh, Cletus goes through the hole. And Eddie follows. Kiss, kiss. Oh, too late. You crawl through the opening and come out on a ledge in a large cave. There's a running stream here littered with junk. You see old animatronics that seem to look like dinosaurs and people. Huge discarded mechanisms and furnishings. Half sticking out of the water, you see an enormous round greeting sign with a stylized logo of a large white orb. Written around it is Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. <gasps> oh my goodness, my gracious, Epcot, we've arrived. Well, somewhat arrived. Cletus, what's your AC? 17. At this point, the FM jumps at you and begins trying to claw at you, and then you see him trying to resist himself. He goes, and he can't hold back, but you see what's about to happen and dodge out of the way as he throws an arm your way. And then after he throws that arm, he falls down and goes, sorry. It's okay. Shit, that shit's scary as fuck. Now, FM, I know you don't want to be here, but I need to find him. Walt. Mm -hmm. 
Where do we go from here? He points across the stream off the ledge, basically around where that big sign is. And you see there's a ladder leading up from the rocks to a Mickey Mouse-shaped hatch. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's go that way. Wait, before we go, I just want to see, you said there were dinosaur-shaped animatronics as well as the human-shaped ones. So I'm assuming a lot of these are the, uh, the remains of the Ellen's Energy Adventure attraction. So I would love to see if I can find the Ellen DeGeneres animatronic. Roll an investigation with advantage. That'd be a 19. And sure enough, in the rubble, you see a discarded, dirty Ellen DeGeneres animatronic. <laughs> oh my goodness, my gracious. Oh, JT, can you take a picture of me and Ellen? And uh, David just starts smiling and giving like two thumbs up. <laughs> Sure. JT takes the picture for him. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta make the memories while you can. And then with that, uh, David will head towards the ladder. You know, David, you're right. We should make memories. What are you saying, Cletus? <gasps> Just, this could be our last good memory. You're right. And <laughs> with that, he'll <laughs> grab Cletus's face and just give him a big wet, sloppy kiss. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, that was wetter than I thought it was going to be, but I'm not... I'm not... It wasn't bad. <laughs> uh, everybody, let's take a picture with the Ellen DeGeneres for old time's sake for the Daytona Patrol Force so the world can know we left our footmark here and we at least try to do something. JT, you're the you're the social media expert. Why don't you uh, do the honors? You want to put on a timer so you can come in the frame with us? We could do a selfie. Oh, yeah. Like like the kids do. Let's do it. I guess roll a performance, JT, to see how good this selfie is. <laughs> that is 21. This is a heavenly selfie. This is like among the best. This is like that Oscar picture that people like freaked out about it. It's on that caliber for some reason. Onward and upward. All right, gang. <laughs> Here we go. As you guys begin to climb the ladder, you see FM. He approaches it, but he stays on the floor and he, and he shakes his head. He goes, FM. You're not coming with us? <gasps> Me hurt. You. You'll hurt us if you go there? And he nods his head. Yes. Well, it's the only way we can stop all this. I don't know. What What would you What would you do to help? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, and he looks at you with sad eyes like, I have no idea what I should do. Well, you've led us here. You've done so much already. And you know what? If I had any matzo ball soup, Mr. Florida Man, I would give you my last matzo ball. He hugs you. Or your legs, I guess, because he's always down on all fours. And David will give him, like, a gentle pat on the head and maybe even pet it. Aw. I think he could take care of himself. I don't know. He's been doing this well so far. You'll be safe here. You'll be all right. He, he nods his head and he like pats the ground and then curls up and sits on it. Almost like a dog. Okay. Well, let's uh, go up this ladder here. You climb up the ladder and open the mouse-shaped hatch. What you find is actually incredibly simple in an almost underwhelming fashion. It's a workshop. There are workbenches and easels with paper, pen, and brushes. Papers are scattered about with various blueprints and designs. It looks and smells as if no one has been here in decades. The papers have yellowed and everything is covered in a layer of dust. In the back corner, 
sits some strange contraption. It looks like a typewriter hooked up to some server box with countless thin cables spilling out and a small monochrome screen. What's on the screen? You go touch it and find out. Yeah, I'll press spacebar. <laughs> you see the monochrome screen flash to life with a pixelated line art illustration of a symbol, a brain enveloping a heart. Then it loads in and you see two items on the screen, logs and messages. I'm gonna go through all the logs, then all the messages. You select logs, and you see a list. Welcome to Epcot, initial dose, guardians, third dose, vessels, 12th dose, till next time. I'm gonna go through each one by one. You press enter on welcome to Epcot, and a little projector somewhere in the contraption fires up and begins playing a reel. You see different uh, things moving around, slotting into place, and then it starts projecting a reel. And you see, in glorious black and white, with sound, Walt Disney. Oh my goodness, my gracious. It's like Bioshock. Welcome to the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. I am Walt Disney. Those of you here today haven't just chosen a new home, you've chosen the future. A magical one. What the hell am I saying? A magical one. No, let's try. And the recording. <laughs> Next. You select initial dose. We see Walt with a rolled up sleeve and loosened tie, tidying himself back up. I've just completed the first dose. No noticeable behavioral differences. I expect physical effects to take far longer to develop. And the recording ends. Next. Guardians. Now we see Walt again kind of done up in a somewhat more presentational style in front of a large kind of lab table here in the workshop. Now. As we are building a brighter future, there are those who will try to destroy what we have built. And so, I've come up with a solution to defend the citizens of tomorrow. And he holds up a speckled crocodile. The Cuban crocodile. <gasps> Abundant in the region, hardy, incredibly well adapted to terrestrial life, and far more aggressive than their American counterparts. They will make the perfect guardians for our little home here. I've been hard at work creating biomechanical implants. With a simple chip implanted in the brain, I hope to grant these creatures language processing capabilities, and with it, obedience. Thus, creating full protection with no human cost. I, I look at Steve. I I would look at myself if I could. I look at Sensei. Uh, I'm Cuban. Oh, my. Sensei. Is that you? <laughs> no, no. It can't be. Your Wait, sensei what? is Walt Disney? Excuse me. Hang on. What did you just say, ma'am? I... I'm remembering. Like the water from earlier. I... I only remembered my pit, but... I was in the water once. And my sensei found me. Ah. Oh my goodness, my gracious Guinevere. Is that you? And David, I don't know if like the reel just like completely stopped, but he's kind of gesturing towards the projector and like the speckled gator. Eddie clicks play again. And as it plays in the background, when Walt Disney holds up the crocodile, you look at it and Guinevere looks at it and she goes, well, that young lady does look very nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve, you're descended from Walt Disney genetically modified Cuban crocodiles? I don't know. I don't have any memory of any of this. Stephen, 
I remember it now. What? what? And she looks up to Eddie, and she goes, "You took my son." I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. I didn't mean to. You took him. I, we, we had Reeve and Creeve and Neve and Leave, but after that night, we never had Steve. Mom. Son. Oh God. Oh my gosh! It's just out of a Disney movie. I'm so sorry. I doubted you. Um, but you can't blame Uncle Eddie. He was trying to help people and Sensei too. He might have saved me from uh, something more terrible, probably. I, I I don't know what why I, I couldn't remember until now. Is this home? Is this home? I, I guess Cletus is, is going to continue looking through the next video log and you see Guinevere still like not fully comfortable because she can tell that Steve does not like her very much (laughs) very gently puts like half a paw over Steve's all right the the baby steps here hang on (laughs) (laughs) okay you select third dose I'm on my third dose now all evenly spaced out very minor physical effects but mostly positive I have however experienced increased energy paired with higher levels of aggression and the amplification of less than perfect thoughts. End of tape. Next. You select vessels. We see Walt at a workbench with a number of things laid out before him. Plants. One particular bloom you immediately recognize as a ghost orchid. (gasps) There's some sawgrass, a dead crocodile, a tray of croquetas, and some Cuban coffee. Laid out before me are a number of materials readily available in the area. Some living, some processed, some deceased. But at their core, they are made of the same organic compounds. What separates them from each other are chemical bonds, genetic coding, all things which can be altered. What makes me superior to the Jewish man? Or the black man? The woman? Surely we are all homo sapiens, are we not? In fact, save a few genes, we are nearly identical. But I had the good fortune of proper genetic coding. That said, if we can break down these worthless husks before me to their core chemical components, what's to stop me from using them to build a genetically identical version of myself? A new man, or even a vessel for an old man. I've already begun altering my code, but I need not stop there. We can duplicate that code. What is to stop us from renewing our lease on life with a fresh body, free of (coughs) maledictions? If populated with the correct people, we can make Epcot an eternal society of intellect, making great strides for mankind. End of tape. You know, a lot of that was very interesting to listen to. Um, there was just a couple of hiccups in there um, that I was not fully on board with. Yeah, that wasn't very like wholesome or family friendly, was it? Steve takes like a little skin flap under his neck, uh, like it's a collar, and just pulls it like. But <laughs> <laughs> is he trying to make clones of himself? Is he a Roti Maru? You know. I have a sinking feeling that I know where this is going, and just for posterity, I'll say it aloud, I'm not entirely sure, but I have a feeling Walt, part of Walt, or all of Walt might be within the Florida Man, I don't know, I'm not entirely sure, things might 
be going toward that direction, but we won't know unless we watch the rest of these somewhat, and not somewhat, quite racist clips. Um, yeehaw. We, yeah. We, but we know that, I mean, it's it's been said, right, that his his head is frozen under under Disney. He's He's got a frozen head, so. That doesn't mean his brain is in there. Yeah, who knows how he ended up. I'm going to go to the next one. Twelfth dose. My processing capabilities have been greatly enhanced. However, after much reflection, it seems my ability to focus has declined. Furthermore, while experiencing increased hardiness and vitality, the physical side effects are unpleasant. And he holds up a hand with long, pointed claws. I fear I may lose myself with the current formula. I will begin the reversion process at once and attempt to refine the serum. Suddenly, he starts swinging his fist wildly in anger before taking a deep breath. You see a long lizard tongue flit back and forth. I pray the harm I have done is not permanent. End of tape. Next. Last one. The final tape is titled, Till Next Time. You see Walt Disney in a hospital bed. He looks sickly, but less deformed. It would appear (coughs) that my simple human organism has failed me. Such incredible irony that I should be taken by ailments just as I am aiming to cure them. As I've documented, I have not yet cracked two-way communication with the Guardians. My first attempt at a vessel was somewhat successful. It displayed superhuman abilities, but it was wild. Not fitting to hold the consciousness (laughs) of a great man. I seem to have forgotten the matter of the soul. Nevertheless, the communication system developed for the Guardians has worked wonders on our first human subjects, allowing us to fast-track development with speedy government approval. The lost vessel has also proven somewhat obedient. While wild, he serves as a mystic proto-guardian that we'll have to do for now. Florida man. My kin has been instructed on how to handle me in the event of my passing. I have not lost hope in my vision, and trust I will return when my kingdom is ready. Until then, I am not yet dead, and there is work to be done. Mind over matter. End of tape. So... The Guardians are crocodiles, but the Florida Man is like the lead Guardian? It would appear so. That seems to be uh, what we're piecing together here. Why is Florida Man not a crocodile? I think the Florida Man was meant to be a vessel for uh, Walt to place his consciousness in, but it proved unsuitable and he was a failed experiment, but uh, became a prototype Guardian in the interim, you know? Uh, Yeah, makes sense to me. Guinevere, do you remember any sort of experimentation? I remember Sensei used to run experiments with me for the greater good. Mind over matter, he'd say. Well, that explains the uh, symbol we've been seeing. The swastika? No, not that one. (laughs) The brain. The brain enveloping the heart. What? Why does it have to... Mind over matter, Cletus. The brain strangling the heart. Mind is the brain. Uh Uh-huh. Matter is the heart. Mind 
over matter. But but brain is technically also made of matter. In fact, everything's made of matter. Uh, cool. Anyway. <laughs> what kind of experiments, Guinevere? I don't remember. I, I, can't, I, I just... I can barely remember my sensei. Well, shall we look at the rest of these messages? Yeah, now for the messages. You click on messages, and there is only one message there. And it says, Marco is gone. Oh, they know. They know. You open the message, and it says, To Mitch, from Sydney. Subject, Marco is gone. Following his failure to locate Scott, Rubio went offline. It would appear someone is interfering, so I had the juniors complete the project overnight. Get your affairs in order, lest we have another 63 to remind you what's at stake. And then as you're reading it, you finish reading it, and the message disappears like it just got deleted. I'm assuming Mitch stands for Mitch McConnell, as David tries to hold back like vomiting at just the very mention of his name. But I don't know who this Sydney is. Why would Sydney's message be here? Which means that Sydney was here recently. I want to look around. Roll investigation. David will also take a look around as well. Why not? 19. 16 for David. So as you guys look around, you see a number of things. Uh, there are documents, drawings, blueprints. You see blueprints for something that looks like a more primitive version of the chips you guys have. Uh, you see anatomical diagrams of crocodiles. You see chemical equations, you see some books on like the human anatomy, but the overall theme in everything that you're seeing here is the fact that, yeah, no one has been in this room for decades. How did we get that message? It looks like no one's been here in a long time, but how was that message at this computer? So that's definitely recent. Yeah. Maybe Sydney is the computer. And David, like, looks at the screen dramatically as if waiting for, like, the computer to, like, wake up and start laughing and go, Well done, David. You figured it out. But obviously nothing happens. And then he's like, oh, well, maybe not. Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. How is Sydney spelt? Maybe it's an acronym. S-I-D-N-E-Y. Wait a second. Most people do not spell... It's just an anagram for Disney. Walt Disney's still alive. S-I-D-N-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Sydney Mouse. Donald Duck. Sydney Mouse. Donald Duck. I figured it out. Miska Muska, get the fuck open. Open says me. Activate the secret. I, I don't know, guys. Anagram for Disney, right? Sydney oh, is Disney. That makes more sense. <laughs> And suddenly, flashback, you remember that as you were entering Marco's office, the plaque on the door that you did not bother to pay any attention to read Sydney W. Walt Disney's definitely still alive. Well, this computer doesn't have Club Penguin, so I'm done with it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's, uh, so nobody's nobody's been in this room in decades, but there was a message sent from this system to another system. That is what I'm piecing together. Is that correct? I believe so. All right. So maybe is it's either the system is connected. I have a couple of theories. The system is connected to uh, a system that is elsewhere in the park. So it just happens to be that we can see the message. But that could be one explanation. Another explanation is as we were as i was singing crocodile rocked it created the rift in the space-time continuum and we have leapt forward several (laughs) decades and we're all too late already (sighs) and my third theory is 
<laughs> is that it is made to appear like nobody's been down here in decades, but it is actually, I don't know, not that. <laughs> Are there other doors in this room? No, you get the feeling that this is like a bat cave type construction where it's not meant to be easily accessible. Okay. This is probably connected to the other system, like you said, David. Steve and Guinevere, if you guys are guardians, do you have, like, access to things that we don't know in Disney? Not that I know of. I do remember Sensei used to talk about his kingdom. He wanted to build us a kingdom. There we go. Magic kingdom. Let's go there. (laughs) Oh, wait. Animal kingdom? No. I actually do quite enjoy Animal Kingdom. It's very fun to walk around and see the different animals. And the the, since they built that avatar section, it's very fun. But yes, I think Magic, uh, you know, Magic Kingdom is a uh, is quite the place. Wait, is that where Cinderella's castle is? Sure is. I think we gotta go in Cinderella's castle. Walt Disney's head is supposed to be underground. Yes, you're correct. They're underneath the castle. That's how the rumor goes. So. We go to Cinderella's castle. All right. Is that the next step? Yes. That's the best we got. <laughs> Let us descend down to the Florida man. And with that, David will go to the ladder and start walking down. I'll take a brief moment to go. So you're, uh, you were uh, created by uh, you know who, huh? Eh? You know, uh, Sydney? You get the feeling FM has no idea what you're talking about. FM, is Walt Disney still alive? <laughs> I'm going to take that as a yes. Should we go to Cinderella's castle? You see its eyes widen. (sighs) No? Well, he's scared of them, so yes, we should go. Well, together we can conquer anything, my friends. And David hoists his fist up in the air and goes, Let us commence Operation Dismantle the Big Guy. And with great reluctance, FM walks forward. There are a number of different splitting tunnels ahead of you, and he leads you down the second one as you journey forth to Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah, chicos, pero what just happened? My great plans are finally coming into effect. If you want to be on the right side of history, then join me, Walt Disney the community of tomorrow by going to patreon.com slash drimbus or clicking the links in the show notes. By supporting us, you'll get access to exclusive benefits like our After the Game podcast, After the Drimbus, or the ability to have great non-playable characters named after you. Special thank you to our patrons, Jerry Benetatos, Kevin Dabrilit, Queso Loco, Clara Jean Kelly, November Sky, and Terrence Knox. I'll see you next week at the Kingdom. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This season on Civilized. Or not, it's improvised, so you don't know. Party, please, no! It has to be done for the good of the children. Captain, is it Beatrix or Beatrice? I'm so confused. I'll tell you who it is. It's your mother. I have summited the mountain, and I declare this land for my own. Party, get down from the roof! 
Every time. I can't believe we made it into space, Beatrice! Yeah, it's been a long time coming, Al. Wait, which version are you? Um, which version are you? (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying we've been on Earth the whole time? Yeah, man, it's like just a simulation. Actually, we've been dead the whole time. Actually, this is lost. Actually, I'm lost. We only have five seconds to defuse this bomb. When when you started saying that or at the end of saying that? Sound of explosion. (laughs) (laughs) So join us on Civilized Season 5 for this stuff that might happen, but probably a lot of it won't. Regardless, we're back with your favorite characters doing zany things in space, and we couldn't be more pumped. We'll see you soon, listeners. Civilized Season 5 begins May 31st, 2023. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts or visit civilizedpod.com. That got weird. Because <laughs> usually they're pretty normal. <laughs> yeah.